Welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast, episode 33. I'm your co-host, Sky, And I'm your co-host, Susan. How are you today, Sky? I'm good, Susan. We had an awesome weekend, and then we really paid for it on Sunday, which, you know, it sometimes it happens. Sometimes you just have to have those hungover Sundays, and um, we haven't had that in a while, so it was nice. I'm, I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast, but I'm traveling home next week, so it was nice just to have, like, a full weekend of time together. And then even I said, it was like, maybe we quote unquote wasted a Sunday. It's like, we're spending time together. Like it's never really a waste if you're together. Like we talked about last week with quality time. So feeling good, feeling, getting ready to head home and just really trying to enjoy the last little bits of Italian summer. Cause by the time I get back, I feel like summer will be really winding up, winding down. So I'm, I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. Yesterday I had a dental procedure. If you guys don't follow our Instagram, please do. I will literally save this photo like in the highlights. I had so apparently, which upon further research was proven true, but like um, natural born redheads have a gene mutation most of the time where they like process anesthetics faster or they need 20% more than the average person, which is so bizarre. So they gave me the Novocaine and they like let it sit they come back and they start drilling into my tooth to do the filling and it was so cold and like at some points like I could feel like the nerve and I was like wincing but I was like I thought that's just what it felt like I've never had a filling before and so they stopped and they're like are you okay like what are you feeling are you just scared or like what is it I was like it's really cold and he was like the dentist was like can you feel your tongue and I was like yeah he was like you should not be able to feel anything in your mouth right now so they gave me more no we can't dental stuff done tongue is like the first thing to go I can never feel my tongue yeah no I could feel like it kind of felt uh, like tingly but it was not numb um so he's like we're gonna give you more and the dental hygienist was like we gave her more because it was her first time and she was nervous. So like we, they had already given me more Novocaine than they normally would, I guess. So then they gave me a lot more and then that worked. And he was like, he came back and he was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm okay. Except I wasn't like not coherent. Like yeah. you couldn't understand. What he was like, yeah, you should have sounded like this the first time. He's like, I'm so sorry about that. I was like, how would, how would you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I learned that about myself. So I need to ask for more when <laughs> I have things yeah. done. But yeah, so other than that, I'm great. I had a great weekend and my face is better today. Yesterday, I took a day to rest and recoup and I actually had it on my schedule to just have a productive day and kind of treat myself after the dentist, which I had first thing in the morning. Um, But I didn't. I ended up on the couch. I took a very long nap and I read, which is perfect to segue into today's topic, which is reading and books. Yes, it is. I have to do <laughs> of my, I, I had two favorites for this week. So it's like, I want to share one of them at the beginning. Okay. It's really relevant. And because this is kind of my last week of like, quote unquote, Italian summer, I'm like, I'm taking advantage of the sun. I don't care if like, there's other things I should be doing that are more important. Like I have to be outside. So the past two mornings so far, we've, Nick and I both have just sat outside in the morning and read, and it's been so lovely. And I just, I finished a book yesterday and I've read so much of another one today. And it's just so good to get the sunshine while you can and enjoy reading the books. And it's just, it's gotten me in the perfect mood for this episode. So I'm so excited. Absolutely. So we've kind of had the opposite. I don't know the actual statistics on this, but it has rained so much this summer here. Like just every single day we get at least one thunderstorm. It's just wild. Our grass has never grown this tall. Like it feels like we have a hay field. Poor Chris pushed most the whole lawn. And our, so we have an acre and a quarter 
and it is all on. So Chris has to mow that at least once a week. Most of, like lately it's been twice a week if it's not raining because it just rains literally all the time. But the opposite of yours, I still have been reading outside in the rain because we have the covered porch, which has been really nice. Or we read on the couch and it's just been, it's been great. And my Kindle, she has put in the work this summer. Like I actually wrote this down. So in July, I read 11 books, which I don't think I've ever read that many books in like, honestly, ever in a month. So I was really excited about that because the Kindle just makes it so much easier. And I'm not a Kindle like spokesperson, but I've gotten two of my close, my mom and one of my close friends to buy a Kindle in the last week because I'm like, no, no, no. You have to like feel it. My mom's like, I only like books. And I was like, mom, just try it. So I gave her a really good book. I let her to start the housemaid. Mm. And then I gave her my Kindle and I went and picked up the to go. And when I came back, she's like, wait, I don't want to give this back. I was like, mm, I love you, but I'm reading tonight. So you can't borrow this Buy your own. Um, and it's just the accessibility of it. Like I do you do Kindle Unlimited. I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of months ago. My, I was in my like huge reading era. Like I had really yeah. taken off and I was talking to my mom and she was like, you should check out Kindle Unlimited. And I was like, yeah, I'll look into it. And then I didn't even have time because I got an email the next morning. She had gifted it to me for a year, which was so sweet. But honestly, it was like oh. the best gift because it was unexpected and it was so sweet and so thoughtful. But it's so yeah. freaking useful, especially for people like us that are, I think if you're considering Kindle Unlimited, you need to read at least three books a month, I would say, to yeah. make it worth it. Because I think it's $9.99 a month. So I guess yeah. even if you're reading one book a month, it would be worth it if that book is going to be on Kindle Unlimited. And yeah. Kindle Unlimited has so, so, so many options, but they don't have everything. So mm -hmm. I think you really have to see like, okay, if you're going to read at least one Kindle Unlimited book a month, then it's worth it because Kindle books are yeah. around 10 bucks per book. But I love Kindle Unlimited and it helps with how much we're reading. I'm not spending as much money. I'm not as much money. 15 bucks every week on a book because that's really what it's gotten yeah. down to. So I like, I haven't been good about it because I've been on such an Elon Hildebrand kick, but I had been doing like buy one book for every two Kindle Unlimited books. So yeah. it was kind of offsetting cost a little bit. But yeah, I love Kindle Unlimited. I think it's so worth it. So speaking of that, I'm just going to dive into the series that I'm reading now because it is a Kindle Unlimited series. And if you are not reading as Kindle Unlimited, do not read these books unless you're going to buy all of them because I didn't really realize this when I started. I thought it was just a standalone book. And I was like, it looks good. It's a thriller. It's a murder mystery. Like I'm into it. So I actually thought, you know, on your Kindle when I have mine right here, like it, it's off, but it gives you the recommendations. It was one of those. I've never got one of those before. And I was like, this actually looks really good. I want to read this next. So that the first one is called Girl Missing. Oh, and yes. it's really it was really good. And then I get, I like looked down and I'm like, I'm 98% of the way through this. I was like, and one of these like plots has not even come close to being found out. And then I go to the next page and it was like, to find out what happens to this in this plot, read her second book. And it was like a click here. So I was like, shit. So I am now on the fourth book. I started on Saturday and I'm on the fourth book because they're so good. They're very easy reads. They're not anything. I think it takes... I mean, it depends on your reading time, but it takes me about three hours to read one. Um, and so I've read Girl Missing, Girl Lost, Girl Found, and right now I'm reading Girl Taken. And the same plot from book one is still not resolved. However, I kind of like it. It's kind of the undercurrent to the whole thing. And then there are other 
like each book has its own plot to go which is really neat um the premise of it is this it's a sister and she's a detective and her younger sister goes missing so the plot that's being drawn out is the younger sisters and then the older sister has her individual cases that she's working on um which is really good you get the satisfaction that at least something gets figured out and taken care of by the end of the book um but it does it keeps you reading more but like i said if you're not going to buy the whole series like as paperback then definitely a kindle unlimited so that you can just read them and it's as easy as a click of a button yeah so i have to ask because you know i'm so particular about series like i think the only series that i've been hooked on recently is our knockmount series yes and the, I can't wait for the third. It comes out in less than a month. It comes out really soon. Yeah. I think September fifth. I think it's the day of our. We have a special event that day. Actually, <gasps> I so, forgot that that was the same right? day. I know. I saw that. I was like, I'm pretty sure that book comes out. But anyways, I like that series because it's the same. Like we're in the same world, but each yes. book has kind of its own characters and it changes point of view, which for me, it's like, okay, this kept interesting, yes. stays interesting. So for yeah. these books, even though there's now four of them or how many you've read, you've read at least four of them. Does it stay interesting? Like it's keeping, it doesn't feel like it's dragging. It doesn't feel like it's dragging now that I've gone to the fourth one. So I think I like it because I wasn't expecting it to be a series. Yep. If I got into this knowing that I was going to be four books deep, still trying to figure out what was going on, I wouldn't have been into it. But because I thought it was a standalone and then I had to know what happened next. And now I'm like, I'm four in. Like, I'm invested. I need to know. Um, The one thing I know you and you would get irritated with is she kind of gives a brief overview of what you learned in the last book at the beginning. And it's it's not too, too bad. It just gets you up to pace so you could technically jump in. Right. If you want. Um, which I understand, like as a, from an author's point of view, makes total sense. And that you can just speed read that the first like chapter and a half or whatever. For like the um, that I feel like every book has like a yeah. like if it is a series, it has a little bit of that. That's valid. So this is actually the first book I've read in a while that isn't changing perspective because I think like most of them do change perspective. Um, so and it's had me in a chokehold so I'd say it's pretty good like I said I wasn't expecting a lot of it and I think maybe that's why I had zero expectations going in that was like the perfect marriage I read that in July and I had very high expectations and like it was good but it wasn't like it's because you have expectations like if you go into anything thinking like this is gonna be a five-star book and then you read it and you're like "Eh, it fell flat I feel like that's the biggest thing it is so I think you and I have always been readers. Like ever since we've known each other, we've always been readers. For whatever reason, this year, specifically this summer, we've both really like dove in. Like, and I think we should give our tips on like, okay, if you like to read, but you need to get back into it, or if you've never been a reader and you want to like jump in, like, I think we have a lot of tips because we've done it to each other. Like we've helped each other out, like get back into reading and stay into it. So I think for me, Goodreads is like my number one way that I stay addicted to reading because it's a game. I was explaining Mm -hmm. it to my mom and it's like, so if you don't have Goodreads, you should go download it and friend Susan and I both because you can see all our book recs and what we're reading. But 
Goodreads allows you to track your progress of a book, which is the coolest yeah. thing ever. And it's literally a game because, so I'm reading 28 Summers right now and I'll sit there and read. And then the second I finish reading for the moment, I go into Goodreads and say, okay, now I'm on this page. And the little like progress bar jumps and it's like a game. Mm -hmm. I want to see that progress bar finish. And it's so funny. It's like, you're in a competition with yourself. It's like, how fast can I read this one? Like, I want that progress bar to fill. And it really is, you're tricking your brain. And it's like, it, it's a game. It's like, so Goodreads yeah. is the number one way I've stayed consistent this year with the progress bar. And you get to um, create a goal for yourself for the year. And I already completed mine. It's August and my year goal is done just because it's so fun to check it off and see like, oh, 28 out of 30 mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. So yeah, Goodreads. And then you can keep track of books you want to read and see what books your friends are reading and see ratings and reviews and all the things. Goodreads is like by far the best way to get into reading and stay like in the reading zone, I think. Yeah. So I, Goodreads was going to be my number one too, but instead of beating a dead horse, <laughs> um, my is convenience. Like it has to be like, like anything you do, if you're going to do it, it needs to be easy and enjoyable, or you're not going to do it, especially when it's your free time, especially if you have a job that drains the life out of you. If you're busy, you have kids, whatever it may be, it has to make it worthwhile. And so the Kindle for me has been that game changer because like when we travel, I, my mom still does this. I love her. She's adorable. She'll carry a bag of books, like literally a bag of chock full books. And that's just so heavy. And I have been trying, I don't pack light and I've been trying really hard. Like if we travel for a weekend to just pack my weekender and that is it. And then I have, I've always carried like a book bag. And this weekend was the first weekend I was able to condense into just a small leather backpack that I have because I had my Kindle and I brought you know, my laptop, my Kindle and my journal. And that was all I packed in there. And it was so refreshing to a not feel like a donkey going to and from the car. And it just made it more enjoyable. And that has been huge for me. So figuring out what works for you, if it's getting a new book a month or joining like a book club or joining a book of the month club where they send you a book, like just Figuring out what makes it fun and easy for you. I will say I was so anti-Kindle for so long. I was like, I love the feel of a book. Yeah. I want to see like how far into it I am. And I got I got my Kindle two or three years ago now. It's been a couple years, but like I you you can't explain that it it works until you use it and you're like, okay, like I yeah. I don't even it's this summer especially, I don't even miss the paperback, the feel of a paper book. And it's just mm -hmm. like for the convenience, I throw this like in my Lululemon belt bag, this, the little paper white fits in there. And it's so, yeah. you can even like ours are both water resistant. They're like, you can read them outside, no glare. And it's so even like with the pop socket on mine now, she's one handed, like on the treadmill, it's so easy. And it just makes it so fun. And I think the convenience of the Kindle is a huge part of it, but then also like the tricking your brain part where you can see how many minutes are left in a chapter. You can see what mm -hmm. percentage of the book you're on. So again, it's like, oh, if I'm at like 28%, I should just read to 30 or, oh, if there's 15 yeah. minutes left in the chapter, I have 15 minutes. Like it's you, it allows you to read more, I think. Cause it's like, you yeah, fill that bar, you want to finish the book. So yeah, Kindle, it was hard for me to get into, but now that I'm here, I definitely wouldn't go back. And you don't need a light. That's another thing. Yes, the convenience yeah. of not needing an actual light. Like 
Chris would kill me if I had like a lamp on at night trying to read. He would just not like that. And so this is nice. I can turn it on dark mode and the man doesn't even know I'm reading. And it's it's a beautiful thing. Yep. It really is. And it's, I think for traveling to like me being here, if I like, can you imagine where would I buy books, English books? I have no idea where I would even begin and like, let alone get the books I actually want to read. So the Kindle this year has allowed me to like, keep up with reading. So yeah, yeah, we could, we could talk about Kindle forever, but I think if, if you're into reading, I think it's worth it. And like the price, if you compare like price of hardcover paperback books versus the price of Kindle books versus the price of the Kindle, like it, I think it really does pay for itself pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. The other thing is I think a lot of people hate reading or they think they hate reading I think a big part of it is school. And as a former teacher, like I saw firsthand the fun being sucked out of reading that sometimes I had to do the fun sucking because we have to, you have to read X, Y, and Z, or you have to do this and that. Um, And it's just really nice for me anyways. I mean, I've always liked reading. I've never been anti-reading, but I know in college, like you read so much, you're just sick of it. I remember I didn't read a lot in college because I was an English major. So like they had us reading a ton of stuff anyways, and I couldn't find the time or the brain capacity for it. Um, So I think being post-grad has also really influenced our ability to read and like want to read. Um, But I wish I would have found the time for it in college. I agree. To find what I liked because that was the other thing was like finding what you actually enjoy reading because that I didn't really find that out until this year. Mm -hmm. I think I have two suggestions on that. The first is having a buddy, which makes such a big difference. If you have someone that's like us, like reading the same books as you, or I know like back in 2020, my friend, I think I mentioned this on the podcast too. My friend, Kate literally like drop off books in each other's mailboxes. And it was like, mm-hmm. the best thing ever. it was like, it's almost like you have your own little book club. But if you have a buddy that's like, oh, I love this. I think you would like it. It kind of keeps you engaged. And then book talk, which I know sounds so stupid, but if you get on like book talk side of TikTok, that's been mm-hmm. so much fun for me. Cause it's like all these amazing men and women that are like so book obsessed. And it's like, I think I read a lot of books. These people are like a hundred books into the year. I'm like, how do you have the time for this? Like, so it also is like impressive. Yeah. You want to like, it pushes me to want to keep reading, but I get a lot of my book recs from just Instagram and TikTok and all of that too, just from seeing like, oh, you read this too. And now you read this and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different ways to make sure you're finding books you actually like. And I think you and I have both said this, life is too short to read a book you don't like. You are not, you do not have that. It's bad. And I know we've both done that. It's like, you read a couple chapters. It's like, this is not for me. Like we're not in school. We're not being forced to read anything. So let's not we are. A lot of my stuff, your Kindle day books have been that way. And I was like, you know what? I got them for free. And instead of hurting this person's rating and giving them a z- one star, I'm just going to put it away because if I'm not going to see it through to read it, I'm not go- And I'm also not going to spite read because then I'm just going to be mad the whole time. Yep. That was one, like, I know lessons in chemistry is really big right now. And I'm going to give an unpopular opinion. That's one that I almost wish I would have put down. Because I didn't, I don't know. It just made me mad. Not like in general, it just made me mad at men. But it didn't, there was never the like epiphany moment of like, okay, like now it's resolved. Like I walked away and I was like, I hate my husband. <laughs> like don't look at me. Um, and I wish that there was just, you know, more of a internal resolution for myself with that book. I mean, you know, it's called Meet Me at the Lake. Um, yes. 
I don't remember the author's name, but she wrote Every Summer After. It's the same author. This was I really enjoyed Every Summer After. And I was looking forward to Meet Me at the Lake. Beautiful pink cover, like so on brand for me. And like, I hated that book. Like I was in the worst mood the week I read that book. I should have put it down. But like, I was so bitter. I was like, I want to leave you a one-star review on Goodreads, which is terrible. But it was like, you know what? I hated that book. And it's, I think... I won't give it away if you want to read it. If anyone wants to read it, I unfortunately really can't recommend it. But if you want to read it, I won't give <laughs> it away. But it's one thing that bothers me about a lot of books that we've been reading and a lot of books like in like the theme of books that people like us also read is this theme of like infidelity in certain situations. Yeah. And I know maybe I'm like, I'm in my like engaged era and I get it. Like we're like, Maybe I'm like extra sensitive to it right now, but it's so bothersome to read a book where the main characters are so comfortable with the idea of cheating. And this is, I'm currently reading a book that kind of is doing the same thing and it's Elin and I'm loving her right now, but I'm like, it's so hard for me to like these characters when you're doing something that I disagree with so wholeheartedly. But yeah. then it's like, is this teaching me a lesson? Like, is it, is it like books aren't supposed to be like, all rainbows and butterflies. I'm like, I'm really trying because I really like, I like the, the 28 summers is much better book in my opinion than, than meet me at the lake. So I'm sticking it out with this one and I am enjoying it, but it is, it's a trope that I see too often. And it's so bothersome. It's like, why do we have to do yeah. this? Why? Yeah. Cause but, it happens all the time. I know. And that is sad. And it's like, you know what? Like it, it's it's real life and I get these authors want to write about like things that actually happen so I get it but like and that's the thing is like I want to read my little Nantucket beach read and I don't want to think about like cheating and <laughs> but I will say I know I have you read any Elin yet not yet she I picked her up because I had heard of um the five-star weekend which is brand yeah. new that was the first one I read I, I think being from New England and not being there right now, I am appreciating the Nantucket scene of all these books yeah. so much. I've never been to Nantucket, but now after reading her third, a third book of hers, I'm like, I can picture the whole island and it's the perfect vibe. Her descriptions in books, like the way she describes food and landscapes and clothing and outfits, it's like, oh, you feel like you're right there. So I really <laughs> love her as a writer and her stories are really cute. So I highly, she's been like my favorite right now. So I was planning on reading Girl Missing, and then that was going to be my next read was the Five Star um, Weekend. And then now I'm four books deeper into the Girl Missing series. So that is once I'm done with that and I know what happens in that plot, then I will be moving on to And you know what? I would recommend Hotel Nantucket over Five Star Weekend first, if you're Really? Okay. It was so good. Okay. I'm adding that right now. And then, I mean, if we're talking about our current favorite authors, we cannot do a podcast without talking about Frida. Um, absolutely not. I read, wait, I will count how many Frida <laughs> books I read in the last month. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my God. So yeah. The best thing, okay, there's, Frida is incredible, but the best thing about Frida for us is that most, if not all of her books are on Kindle Unlimited. So and there's any of them. So I like, was like, you could never finish. Nope. And I got like six in and I was like, oh, maybe I should slow down. So like, I will always have one. And I was like, nope, I don't need to slow down. Cause this woman has a million. Like 
so excited. And the way her brain works, it's like, and I'm, I've started to get used to it. And I will say every book I've read of hers, I've given five stars except for one. And I think it's because like we talked about, I had the expectation of, oh, there's going to be a huge twist at the end. And I didn't see it with this one that I read. So yeah. I really enjoyed the book. I was like, I can't give it five stars because I'm comparing this author to her other books, which is terrible. Yeah. It is what it is. But she is incredible. I kind of took a break because I was like, I want to be in like my Halloween fall era when I read more. Mm-hmm. Doing my beach reads and then I'll go back to Frida in the fall. But her books are addicting. Like I, I like you same. Like we read them in 24 hours or less. Yeah. This fall I have on my list. Oh, is it Anne Rice? Is she who wrote um, Interview with a Vampire? So I've never read that one. So that is like my number one for once it's spooky season. Yeah. And I want to do one Stephen King book. I okay. read it in the past and I um lit the first book on tape I ever listened to. I was probably like seven or eight with my mom. And we listened to The Mist, which takes place in the town we camp in, in the like grocery store at the end of the street that, of the campground. So like that was so exciting for me. So I want to read, and I read The Shining in high school. Um, so I want to read one Stephen King book that I haven't read yet. And that's going to take a long time compared to what he I've been reading. Has, he has some shorter ones. I was in a big Stephen King phase in, I guess, in college. So I have a, I have a few I can recommend to you. Um, and Interview with a Vampire, my mom recommended that to me when I was a lot younger. And I couldn't get into it. I think, I honestly yeah. think size of the book scared me away, which now for us isn't as much of a problem. So if we read that together, that would be really fun. That would be fun. Oh, it's perfect. And I think it's fun to like, like books are a good escape, but it's also kind of fun to match the book to the season. And even then it's still an escape. Like if we're going to be reading about vampires, obviously that's still an escape, but it's fun to do and like stay on brand, stay on theme. Yeah. I love that. Do you have anything else or do you want to do favorites? I think let's switch over to favorites. Sweet. Do you want to start? I will start. It's so fun because this whole episode was favorites for us, but yeah, this is kind of funny. So this, we only did this once so far, which is why I was like, I need to have two favorites this week. Like I mentioned at the beginning, just because like, if we only did it once, can it be a favorite? But I keep thinking about it. So I'm like, I think it can, but long story short, I have, um, have you ever done the Apple fitness workouts? No. Okay. So we used to do them a ton in COVID And then because we have the gym here and just I was doing Pilates at home, we hadn't done them in a while. But Saturday we ended up, we, I don't know, our gym membership, we're like in between memberships right now. So we wanted to do an Apple Fitness workout. So we did a HIIT workout and it was like really tough. Like it was, and Nick's a professional athlete and he was like winded. He was like, this was a good workout. So I'm like, oh, that's good. And then we did the HIIT and I was like, you know what? They have dance workouts on here. And like, I was a dancer for 12 plus years. Like it's something I really do miss. And he was like, I'll do one with you. Oh my God, the most fun 20 minutes. And like, he was such a good sport about it. But like the the joy I felt doing this, I was like, I have to start doing this for myself more because yes, yes exercise and whatever. But like the joy of being able to like follow choreography and dance was like, this was so much fun. So like dance workout is my my favorite of the week. It was such a blast. That's so fun. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast at least once a day, but sometimes up to three, depending on how stressed I am, I will go downstairs and I will turn our Alexa on to volume 10 and I will dance like hardcore dance every single day for like the length of one song. Lately, Taylor Swift, the story of us goes really hard, but our living room is so spread out that I can actually get into it. 
And I t- I'll tell you what, like I could be having the worst day at work and those three minutes change my entire day. Dancing is the best. I love that. Yep. It really is. And it reminded me, it was like, even in the moment, I was like, I have to start doing this again. Like, even if I'm not going to dance, like with a group or with like in a class, whatever is like, this is enough for me. Like, this is like so healing in the best way. I absolutely love it. My favorite has been decluttering. I'm in this whole era of creating space for my dream life, like physical space and mental space. Like if I had everything I've been wishing for, what would that look like? And my physical space and sometimes even my mental space has not been reflecting that. So I've been really intentional about the things. I did my bathroom Friday afternoon and I did like all my drawers and then I cleaned them and everything has like a perfect little space because we're kind of in that like phase now where we've been in the house for a couple of months, but like some of the stuff we literally just took out of a box and threw into its home, but never really gave it you know, it's space. So I've been trying to do that across all of our, in the house in general, but that's been my favorite. That's so smart too. And I know spring cleaning is a big deal, but if you think about it, you spend so much more time in your house in the fall and winter. So if Mm -hmm. you declutter and clean out your house before you're going to be stuck in your house all fall and winter, that's so smart. Such a good idea. We have two garages. So we have one connected to the house and then one not connected to the house. And the one connected to the house kind of became a catch all because it's like easy and we can just kind of hurl it in there. And Chris had asked me last week, he's like, I, long story short, we fought over keeping a table. We kept the table because I gave a riveting, sarcastic presentation um, about why we were keeping the table and chairs for outdoor events. I don't even need to argue it with me, with you because I know that. All of us here on the podcast are on the same page. We needed to keep the table and chairs. So he was like, can you just bring the chairs up to the attic in the other garage? Because it's easier to get up there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had been like two weeks. I hadn't done it. I was like, okay, like I should really do this. We have the oil guys coming this week. Like, so I moved the chairs and then I was like, oh no, like I could really clean this up. So I cleaned the entire garage connected to the house, which is so refreshing. I even like I my paddleboard standing up now. It's not taking up a whole bay. Like it's beautiful. And so that alone was super like cleansing and it's very nice. I love that. I love yeah. it. Um, my mantra of the week, I think this is my mantra last. Oh no, this was my mantra starting Tuesday of last week. So after we recorded, so I've, I've written it in the affirmation section of my planner every single day since then. It was like, it's so important. I have to share. And it is, I welcome in the unknown with confidence. And even mm-hmm. just saying that out loud is like, yes, like, There is no other way to look at the unknown except just go into it with confidence. Like you cannot control it. You don't know what it's going to bring. So just go in with confidence in knowing that it's going to be unknown and like, that's okay. It's a good thing. And that's like, I'm really carrying that with me right now. I love that. Mine is never forget how wildly capable you are. And the last, well, really weak. So this is more personal, but my work boss has been out was out last week she had a beautiful vacation um well deserved and I really stepped it up and I did things without permission obviously good things I you know did manage things I turned in stuff that usually I would send for like pre-review but she wasn't there to review it so I was like full send situation and it just reminded me like I'm very capable and I just have to stick my mind to it. Like, and 99% of the time, if you act confident enough, it's just going to fly because no one's going to question you. Like the bolder the move. And I've just been living by that. I love that. And I love 
the I think this company has given us the opportunity for you, for both of us, but in this situation, for you to be able to have the confidence to do that. Cause you're like, I run my own business. Like I have the confidence yeah. to make decisions for that. I can definitely do this. And I love that you were able to implement things that we're learning daily in DLL into your real work with your confidence of being able to say like, hell yeah, I can do this. I love that. I'm so happy for you. For yeah. That. It was the perfect I don't know, just you know, last week was really refreshing. It was challenging in some ways. And then it was like, okay, like we're ready for a new phase of life. I'm lo- I'm open to it. Like you said, welcoming to it and ready for it. It's a perfect end, Susan. <laughs> you guys know the drill. Leave us a review or comment on our Instagram for what you want to hear about. Like we love catering to what you want to hear. So let us know. Absolutely. Thank you for watching. <laughs>